Hey, what's happening, guys? Grace and peace to you. I hope all is well uh, with you all today. Uh, welcome back to uh, Live the Life podcast. My name is Jeff Brown. And uh, on behalf of my wife, Tamara Brown, we'd love to thank you all for listening and following along. And um, we pray that our ministry has been blessing your life. Uh, we appreciate your prayers uh, and your intentionality in reaching out and uh, checking in on us. You know what I mean? Out here on our missionary journey in North Carolina, it's been almost six months now. And it's, uh, it's had its ups and downs, you know, it's been, it's been hard. And uh, here recently, and even, even early on, you know, I was encouraged to uh, reach out to y'all for uh, donations, you know, and I didn't feel right doing that. You know, I love what I do for the Lord. Um, but I had a guy here recently, you know, and uh, just said, man, you, you've laid your life down for the Lord for the last 30 years, you know, and you've really been pressing in for 15 or 20. Some of you guys have been following along for 15, 20 years. So anyway, uh, with all that being said, man, we, we added a, uh, a PayPal um, donate button on our website. Um, so please log into our website. Costs nothing, you know, no strings attached. And, um, it's uh, www.livethelifeministry333.com. Once again, that's www.livethelifeministry333.com. And uh, yeah, if you feel led, you know, if we've uh, impacted your life in a positive way over the last 30 years, 15 years, 10 years, whatever, um, yeah, we'd appreciate, you know, anything y'all can do that would be helpful is, uh, I mean, basically I've, I've went back to work a little bit doing some consulting. Um, you know, I had to get health insurance and whatnot. So, you know, I went back to work and <clears throat> trying to find balance in that and not, not get sucked back into that world. You know, I just have a great passion for everything that I do, but it's been pulling away from, uh, ministry and I think what God has called us to do here so anyway we're ramping up for a new season so one more time www.livethelifeministry333.com amen appreciate you guys love you guys all right so today's message is called uh, valley forged valley forged and uh, the Lord had put on my heart um the reality of the valleys in our life, right? Our, our lives filled with uh, mountaintops and valleys, you know, and uh, it'd be nice if we just had a nice steady flow, which maybe sometimes we get that in our life. And sometimes we have mountaintop experiences where we're just on fire. We're filled with joy. God is moving in our life and, um, or a mountaintop experience. If you're, if you've gone to a conference or a revival event and, and the Holy Spirit just showed up and you know, you got wrecked and transformed, you know, those are mountaintop experiences, but it's, it's more important, you know, what we do in the valley, you know, what we do in the valley determines those mountaintop experiences and the frequency of those mountaintop experiences, as well as making our paths level and straight. And it doesn't mean we're not going to have hard times in our life. Actually, that's what valleys are. 
you know, valleys, they mold us, they shape us, they forge us. Um, so when I thought of that, you know, I, I thought of Valley Forge and, uh, and I looked that up, you know, and that was, uh, that was in 1777. So this was after uh, George Washington and, and the Continental Army had, had went across the Delaware and they, they won a, a pivotal battle. And uh, then they, they went back and they retreated and they stayed at this place called Valley Forge, which, um, which they really feel, historians state that, you know, this time together really transformed and reshaped um, the Continental Army into a more unified force. You know, there was a lot of people that wondered what George Washington was doing at Valley Forge. And I believe he was being forged. I believe that he was being battered you know, by the Lord, he was being battered uh, into shape to where he was taking uh, a disunified army and bringing them together. And uh, it became a huge turning point as they moved on over the remaining five years of the war. Uh, you know, we, we won our American independence. And uh, a pivotal part of that was at Valley Forge. So today's message, Valley Forged, is the fact that you know, we need to stand firm when we're in those valleys. You know, we need to we need to stand firm. We can't, you know, throw in the towel. You know what I mean? God gives us a vision. God gives us a dream. You know, God gives us something and we're, we're positive. Um, that's what God's called us to do. But it's when we're in the valley where we prove whether we will be his choice ones, right? Because the reality is most of us turn back. You know, when we go through those hard times, you know, it's very easy uh, to turn around and we're not quite prepared for the blows which must come if we're going to be forged into the shape of the vision that God has shown us. You know, there's there's you've heard me talk about pain in the process and don't waste the pain. You know, James talks about it in, in, in his book. Right. I mean, uh, consider it pure joy to go through trials and tribulations of all of all kinds, you know, and the reality is when we understand the truth, right, which is Jesus Christ, he is the, the way and the truth in the life and the word of God is the truth. And as we understand the truth and we understand the gospel and we understand who God is, that he's a God of love and mercy and the way he views us since he created us and he's known us before we were even born, right? He views us as his sons and daughters. You know, we have the right uh, view of our identity. Our identity is in Christ. It's not in this world. It's in Christ, right? So we have to understand all those things and stand on that truth and do all these other things that we've been talking about, living an abundant life in Christ and what it takes, you know, pressing into the word of God, loving God, building our relationship with God. All these things uh, prepare us for the blows that must come, that must come to shape us into the vision that God showed us, you know, and, 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 you know, great management and leadership coaches and all that tell you, if you're not failing, you're not succeeding, right? You have to fail, which means you're trying things outside of the realm that you're in. You're trying new things. You're trying other things and you fail at things and you learn from your failures, right? I was, I was told Thomas Edison, I think I heard that the other day that he, forgive the number, but I think it was, you know, 19, 1,999 times he tried uh, the wrong thing to make a light bulb work. And on the 2000th time, he made the light bulb work. 
And people said, man, you wasted all those other tries. He goes, no, I didn't. I learned 1,999 ways how not to build a light bulb. So we need to learn, you know, from our mistakes. We need to learn um, from our failures. And we need to, and a lot of that we do in the valley. You know what I mean? Um, you know, there's times when, we, when we're not sure, right? Or we question what God's purpose is in our life. Well, the reality, if we know the truth, right? It's the word says we're to go and make disciples of all nations to baptize them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, right? And to be baptized with the Holy Spirit. There's, and that's in the book of Acts chapter two. That's what the church did right away. And Peter recited those three things when people asked, what must we do, you know? To, 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 be, to receive Jesus Christ, to be saved. And those are the things that we're all called to do. But there's other things that God, you know, calls us um, to do in this life, right? And sometimes we, we question that, you know, but we have to learn to live in the reliance on what we saw in the vision, right? Um, and, and to live in the actualities, in the light of the vision, right? Until we get to that reality, you know, we know what God showed us. Tamara and I know what God showed us. We know what he told us. We heard what he said. He told me to go. He told Tamara, there's great need here. And you, you know, you're going to fill that need and we're working it out, man. You know what I mean? We're working it out. The only way we know how, and there's been a lot of valleys, there's been some mountaintops, but there's been a lot of time in the valley to be honest with you. You know what I mean? And we're trying to learn, we're trying to listen and, and hear, um, what the next steps are will be. Amen. So, you know, again, we have to not turn away when we're in the valley, but we need to obey the Lord. You know, we need to be obedience. Again, obedience is greater than sacrifice. You know, we're always, oh, I sacrifice this and sacrifice that. That's one thing I learned. One of the biggest things I learned coming out here is I never really sacrificed anything. I never really risked anything. I mean, yeah, I worked hard. You know what I mean? But I, I you know, I was pushing to live the American dream and get this and get that and, you know, never really satisfied with everything I had and kept pushing and, you know, got to a place where I was pretty comfortable in my life, you know, still having to work hard, not happy necessarily, happy in the Lord, joyful in the Lord, not happy. I had to grind it out so much, you know, for what, what was all that time away from my family for, you know, what were the 60 and 70 hour weeks for, you know what I mean? And the stress that you take home and all that, you know, it's, anyway, that's a, you know, I got sidetracked a little, but anyway, all that being said, that allowed me to live a pretty comfortable life with not a lot of sacrifice. You know what I mean? I was able to serve comfortably, you know, get involved comfortably, you know, tithe comfortably, give comfortably, you know, be generous. But again, there was really no risk, no sacrifice. You know what I mean? So that's one thing I learned. And, and being obedient to what I heard from the Lord um, is, yeah, that obedience is greater than sacrifice. You know, God, God is carrying us through. Um, and he's, <laughs> we're in Valley Forge getting Valley Forged by God. Amen. So we need to obey, right? Deuteronomy 28. You know, if you fully obey the Lord your God and carefully follow all his commands I give you today, the Lord your God will set you high above all the nations on the earth, all these blessings will come on you and accompany you, forgive my speech, 
accompany you if you obey the Lord your God. You will be blessed in the city and blessed in the country. Um, it just goes on. These are blessings for obedience of the Lord. And if you read on in, in Deuteronomy, it talks about curses um, for disobedience. You know what I mean? When we, when we choose to, to turn away from God, when we choose to run from the valley instead of embrace you know, and it says in verse 15, if we do not obey the Lord and we do not carefully follow all his commands and decrees, all these curses will come on you and overtake you. That's very scary. You know, you will be cursed in the city and cursed in the country. You know, um, man, it, you know, he'll send confusion and rebuke. Sometimes in everything we put our hands to, when we step away from the Lord and we try to do things on our own, how many times have doors been shut? or things blew up in our face, or we made decisions we wish we wouldn't have made. We made them on our own. We prayed what we wanted to happen, not what God wanted to happen. We didn't pray for God's will. We prayed for our will. You know, and sometimes the Lord lets, lets things happen, right? And we have to be careful of that. You know what I mean? Because we don't lose our salvation. We never lose the love of God, but His favor comes off of us. His hand of favor uh, comes off our life. You know what I mean? And, I, and I've said it before that I believe the wrath of God is the consequences of our own choices. And again, Deuteronomy 28, blessings for obedience, curses for disobedience. God is a God of love and mercy, but God is also a good judge. And he's going to go by what was written, right? These are our choices. Our free will determines what happens in our life. So we need to be very, very careful of that you know we have to uh be cautious of of fear you know what i mean fear is a liar there's a lot of fear out there now on what's going on right and the reality is nothing's changed this hasn't surprised god everything that's going on in this world it's sad what's going on and we need to stand firm on the word of god and the truth of god you know what i mean and our life is our life and our life is but a mist you know what i mean and there's uh, living in fear, man. People are wasting their lives, man. Living in fear, hiding, scared, don't know what to do. You got to press into the Lord, man. Trust in the Lord. You know, be smart out there, of course. Be smart. Stay clean. Wash your hands, you know. Uh, do your best you can to avoid, you know, getting this evil disease. I'll just leave it at that. Y'all know where I stand on all this stuff, but um, we just have to be cautious um, of fear because fear, you know, it keeps us up at night. Um, we're worried, you know, uh, during the day. Um, it just never goes away, right? We just, we don't rest, you know, we, we may live in constant suspense. Actually, that's down in, that's in verse 66. You'll live in constant suspense, filled with dread, both night and day, never sure of your life. That's not what Christians are. We're very sure of our life. We're very sure of our Savior and our salvation and where we're going and what our purpose is here on earth and that God is in control of everything, even our life, whether we live or die. It's all in his hands, and we need to be comfortable and confident in that, right? 
It goes on to say in the morning, you'll say if it were only evening and in the evening, if it were only morning, never happy because of the terror that fills your hearts and the sights that your eyes will see, you know, so man, Valley forged, Valley forged. I just bless you all today. If you're in a Valley, I just bless you right now in the mighty name of Jesus. I just bless you and, and, (laughs) pour out the oil of the Lord over you right now and everything that his blood did on the cross for you right now that by his grace his abundant grace you'll stand firm in the valley and you'll push through you'll push through that valley standing firm on the truth right the way the truth the life Jesus Christ and what he did for us on the cross and his amazing grace we are saved by grace through faith not saved by faith We're saved by grace, his grace. And his grace not only carries us through each and every day, his grace empowers us to get through any situation. You know what I mean? You're stronger than you think you are when you stand firm on the truth. When you stand firm on the truth, man, learn to surrender and give it to God, right? That looks like surrender is weakness in this world. Surrender is power in the kingdom of God, trusting him partnering with God side by side in the valley being forged into what God wants us to be amen appreciate you guys we bless you guys in the mighty name of Jesus and again please check out the website www live the life ministry 333.com it has all of our social links all of these podcasts Uh, i've got a couple blogs that have been written and again we want to hear from you guys if you need prayer requests if there's something you'd like me to teach on or people you want to you know maybe we interview some people whatever you guys are looking for man we're, we're here to bless you and uh we pray for you guys for God's goodness to move in your life. That's why we do what we do and remain faithful to what we're doing. As we're being forged and transformed into the image of Christ. Amen. Until his return. May your lamps be full. May you be ready. And your sword sharp. And your armor shiny. Ready to rock and roll and battle for the kingdom of God. In Jesus name. Amen. God bless you guys.